Welcome to Empowered Mind Body Inspiration. The mind is the map to wholeness, wellness, health. The heart is the key to genius and inspiration. Join me and my guests as we explore how to release and rewire into who you truly are unique, whole, and empowered. Please like, share, and subscribe. Spiral up, spiral out. Welcome, everyone. Today we have Christopher DeTacco. Chris graduated with a Diploma of Acupuncture in 2003 and a Diploma of Chinese Herbal Medicine in 2006. In 2013, he began his studies in esoteric acupuncture and in 2017 became a teacher of it. Chris operates a clinic in Mississauga, Ontario, and he believes that illness and disharmonies almost always originate on the energetic and emotional levels before they are stepped down to the physical body. Welcome, Christopher. Thank you. Thank you very much, Jane. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, so we're really on the same page with that belief that it starts in, on an energetic plane. And I think that's why you fell in love with esoteric acupuncture. But I want you just to tell us about what that is compared to acupuncture and Chinese herbal medicine. Certainly. So um, esoteric acupuncture, the similarities it has with Chinese medicine is Esoteric acupuncture utilizes the Chinese medicine energy system, like the system of the, um, the meridians, the energy pathways and, and the points. And when we do the acupuncture, we use um, the points as located in Chinese medicine, other than just one or two points that we have slightly different um, locations for. It's all, it's all taken from the Chinese medicine system. And also some of the theory is also utilized but along with that, we also have incorporated uh, in esoteric acupuncture, the Hindu uh, Nadi and chakra system. The Nadi system is like the Hindu or Ayurvedic version of the energetic uh, pathway system in the body. Also includes um, sacred geometry aspects of the Kabbalah. Uh, the tree of life is used quite a bit in esoteric acupuncture. Also quantum physics, string theory, some of these um, aspects of these things are also woven in to esoteric acupuncture. And uh, as, as the um, progenitor of esoteric acupuncture, Mikio Sankey says, it's, he ties in what he calls the ageless wisdom uh, to bring it into a modern day, um, modern day modality. Um, so, so yeah, so how, how it differs from, so Chinese medicine, Yes, we're using the energy system. Uh, often the tongue and pulse diagnosis is key to getting our diagnosis. And we look at the body as a holistic unit. And the general, to, to really dumb it down, the general idea is we want the energy to be abundant in the body and flowing smoothly through the body. When this is happening, uh, life is good. The um, processes of the body are happening as they should. There's no pain, et cetera, et cetera. When these systems break down, when there's not enough um, energy, to go into certain areas of the body or when the energy is blocked, that's where you start getting pain and disease. So with acupuncture and herbal medicine, we're looking to unblock where the energy is blocked, balance the systems that are out of balance and have the chi flowing abundantly and smoothly. Um, with esoteric acupuncture, we're working a little bit differently. 
we um, we we want to work in a way that uh, so it's a very heart centered practice. So it's not just about being a technician and plugging in the right points in the correct areas uh, at the correct time. Um, we want what, what we want to do is basically the focus is on wellness and the expansion of consciousness. Uh, again, uh, the um, the developer of esoteric acupuncture, Mikio Sankey, he defines healing in a very elegant way. He says healing is moving from one state into a state that is more harmonious, which means moving from one state of consciousness into a higher state of consciousness. So that's sort of the idea we're working with. We're looking to expand expand consciousness. And how we do that is we needle, we have generally, there's a number of different patterns we needle in esoteric acupuncture. And these patterns, we we needle them in a specific order. And as we needle, we're creating sacred geometric shapes on the body. And often we have the client on many of the patterns, we have the client um, visualize an energetic connection between these points as we create these shapes. Because as these sacred geometric shapes are made, it brings the frequency of the treatment up. And as well, we're creating basically an energetic grid on the body. And what we're trying to do here is we're basically trying to, in a way, connect all the different energetic levels of the body. Because it's not like we're trying to bring wisdom in from the outside. We're trying to connect the person with their uh, inner wisdom and starts um, opening opening the light that's within them to uh, to be revealed. And the reason why we call it esoteric acupuncture, the term esoteric uh, means um, like that which is hidden or that which is not readily known. So we want to we want to uncover using acupuncture, we want to uncover the um, the hidden wisdom, the uh, these the latent the latent uniqueness within you, you know, the to to open that up um, and get that flowing. If that makes any sense at all, yeah, it's beautiful. So when when someone does this kind of acupuncture and opens up to that inner wisdom, do they become more aware of the emotional, you know, healing that needs to happen? Uh, certainly. So a lot of a lot of different things can happen because the idea is we're trying to um, build that frequency of love. In when, mm-hmm. in esoteric acupuncture, we see the two fundamental frequencies uh, we deal with as humans are the frequency of love and the frequency of fear. So the frequency of love is the most expansive energy that we know of, and the frequency of fear is very very constricting. Um, and so in the Chinese medicine viewpoint, this sort of, uh, goes to the idea of, uh, of Xiao Yin of the relationship between the heart and the kidneys. These like the heart is the fire organ kidneys are the water organs. These two organs and energy systems are there to balance each other out. Um, and in the Chinese medicine system, the heart is viewed as the emperor or empress organ. Um, the heart is is what we should be following. A heart should be guiding the whole the whole system. And in Chinese medicine, the heart governs the mind and the spirit as well. Um, so, so sort of like trying to build up that um, that frequency of love. The and not the, the obviously not the love that is like the romantic love. It's the unconditional love that and these three major aspects of love 
our trust, forgiveness, and an attitude of uh, being non-judgmental. And these are huge in your everyday practice when dealing with other people, but they're also huge in how you should be interacting with yourself. Um, Because if you could build, you know, if you can trust what you're feeling, trust what you're thinking, trust your intuition, you can also forgive yourself and to treat yourself non-judgmentally. It's very empowering. And it's, you know, you can start to move away from um, ideas of like, you know, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. Um, Like all these, like, you know, the uh, self-loathing things, all these things are just, they're aspects of fear that are, that are making our world smaller for, for our own individual selves. So we want to expand, uh, expand past this. So depending on where the person is in their, in their life journey and their spiritual journey, several different things can happen with treatment. Um, it's quite, it's quite the spectrum. Um, so yes, some people have like amazing experiences with treatment where they can, it's almost like you're getting a bigger perspective. Um, Mm -hmm. if, if you, if your, if your heart starts to open, you get a much wider perspective. Um, but yes, so some people can start to see, cause you, you start to have these aha moments, ideally anyways, with esoteric acupuncture and, the beauty of the, of these treatments are it doesn't, it's not limited to what happens in the treatment room for the hour or 90 minute session or whatever it is. These things unfold for sometimes hours, days later, where you start to have these like crystallizations, these connections where you're thinking, Oh, I, I understand why I keep exhibiting this behavior. And you can sort of see how there might be themes occurring in your life or in how you deal with people and, and, and such and and yes, so so yeah, these these uh, awareness of their own um, emo- emotional states of how their emotional states um, can be affecting their lives, um, bigger pictures. Because because ideally, this practice um, we're looking to it's it's all about self discovery. It's knowing and understanding who you truly are. Like if you're grappling with existential dilemmas, like the who am I? Why am I here? What's it all about? Um, as Mickey Osaki says, you're looking to find your puzzle piece in life. It's because uh, once once you know once you know who you truly are, it's much easier to to go forward in life. Right. And yes. Yeah, and I love how you you're talking about love in the heart um, because you know, and we talk about self love as truly healing, but mm-hmm. when we have these programs running that are self loathing, like you say, mm-hmm. you know, and they're they're just programs, they're just energy, hundred percent, right? And when we can cancel them out, that I'm not good enough, and which cut might have come from a teacher when you were in grade one, you know, mm-hmm. there's so <laughs> many so many places it might have because, like, yeah, like like you said, the programs, the programs of of uh, guilt, fear, all these things that have been, you know, laid on us possibly at a very early age. Um, if we can, first of all, understand that they're just programs, understand that they're just energy, and then we can transcend them. It's like when when you see there's like a nefarious narrative at play and, you know, like say, say it's in a workplace and there's like a someone who runs the workplace who's, you know, playing games where he's pitting employees against each other or creating a, a, an environment that's not the most uh, uh, copacetic for, for, work, for working. But once you realize that that's what's happening, you can start to take steps to 
to uh, deal with it in a healthy way. So same thing with when you see that these programs are are running, whether you've been conscious of putting them in. And sometimes they're there because you've put up these barriers in your life as a defense for something that happened years prior. Mm -hmm. Um, But now it's no longer longer really necessary to be running that program anymore. We just haven't, we haven't emotionally, you know, come around to, because, you know, um, it's so, it's so interesting about humanity. Like humans are probably one of the most adaptable, um, you know, inhabitants of planet earth, right? We can adapt to so many different, different things, but, but at our core, so many of us fear change, right? It's, uh, it's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting dichotomy, but once we can start to, um, realize that these programs are running and then we can start to, um, take steps to either write new programs or just, you know, uh, go into our hard drive and start clearing out uh, the old stuff that no longer, no longer needs to be running anymore. Right. Yeah, and it's, one it's hugely of, powerful. Yeah. And one of the things we don't realize is that these programs in our unconscious, actually, we, we think they're there for our survival. So we hold on to them and we don't really see them, you know, so really influence our lives. True. And how much do people um, identify with the, with their behaviors as part of their identity. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like I went through an interesting thing at the beginning of, uh, at the beginning of the whole uh, COVID uh, situation here. Um, there was two months where uh, I was shut down. And for the first couple of weeks, I was like, on, on one hand, it was great. I hadn't had a, a, a holiday more than two weeks in, uh, in years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so there was some bonuses, but there was a part of me where I was like, I was really upset that I wasn't working and I wasn't doing it. And I was like, how much of my identity is tied up with me being an acupuncturist? What if I could never do acupuncture again? Would I, would I stop being who I am? Like, what does that, what does that mean? These, these sort of things. And like, you see it, uh, you see it all the time too. Like uh, as a naturopath, I'm sure you see uh, clients who really identify with their, um, with their symptoms or with their so-called disease or whatever, where they bring it up something's like, Oh, well, that's this, or, Oh, that's because of that's because that's a symptom of this disease I suffer from. It's, it's, it becomes interesting how wrapped up our identity becomes wrapped up in just these extraneous things that we seem to think are so real and so um, uh, attached to who we are when they're just, when they're just um, things that are, are happening to us or just programs that are running. Yeah. So you find when you realign things, there's like this, you call it like, we call it a raising consciousness, but yes, yes. it's, it's, it's a, it's an increase in awareness as well, right? 100%. Yes. Yes. You start, yeah, you start. Um, so some people are become more aware of, of, um, behaviors that may not be working for them anymore. They may become aware of like, sometimes people are like foods they're eating or things they're drinking. They're realizing, oh, these things aren't really serving me anymore. Um, mm-hmm. And then relationships, like it, all facets, right? The, the idea is, um, is we want like a free and open system um, that we're operating within, like no limits. Like, you know, people say sky, sky's the limit. That's still a limit. We want, we want to go, we want to go beyond that, like the uh, untapped potential, the latent uh, possibilities that are at uh, humanity's fingertips is uh, is awesome. 
you know, it's totally, it's, it'd be totally mind bending if mind bending, if people could come into their own power and come into their own selves. Um, Yeah. 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 And these programs are so connected to physical disease. Truly, truly. Yeah. Yes. And so if they're still running and there's this discord in energetic flow, you're going Mm -hmm. to have disease. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, so I'll speak in the Chinese medicine um, uh, view first, and then I'll talk about even step even further out with esoteric acupuncture. So in Chinese medicine, so even on the physical level, if you injure your elbow, say, and there's any sort of inflammation or strain or sprain or whatever to the muscle and tendons, these things are going to cause the energy flow through that area to become more restricted, um, et cetera. And that's how we need, we need to treat that to get it back to peak functioning. But the same thing, it, so Chinese medicine, it's all about energy. It's all about uh, unimpeded flow of energy and the abundance of energy. So that goes right down to your thinking, your emotions. So like negative thinking, small-minded thinking, uh, thinking guided by fear. Fear is very contractive. So, oh, like uh, I can't, uh, I can't go outside today. It's uh, it's too dangerous because uh, of because of COVID, or I can't do this because I'm, you know, or what if I what if I go out there and someone judges me? All these all these things are are constrictions, constrictions of your energy which, you know, may not be on the physical level yet, but we exist in several, several different, uh, energetic, energetic fields. There's multiple energetic fields making up our being. Um, if you've done yoga or study the, the yogic, uh, energy philosophy, um, the densest layer is the dense physical body. Then there's the etheric layer, which is the, is, is the next layer beyond the physical body. Uh, in Chinese medicine, that was, that would, where the, um, acupuncture pathways and points are located. It's also your energetic blueprint for your physical body. And then beyond that is the astral body, which is the emotional, also known as the emotional body. Then there's the mental body, spiritual bodies. There's sub-levels of all these things, but those are the, those are the main ones. So if something's happening in your mental or emotional level, over time, if that stays there and stays as an impediment there, like as with a uh, say, even if it's just a rigid belief system, that's eventually going to step down into your physical body and start causing restrictions on the more dense levels. Um, and so also if you have uh, like an epiphany where you have your awareness stretches out, um, these things are going to reconcile on those um, finer frequency uh, energy fields uh, and eventually will that will step down to your physical body. The only issue with the physical body is it's the densest uh, level of energy. It's the densest form of energy. So it just takes longer to um, to react to these energetic changes. Yeah. And then I love, so so as you clear them, so the physical gets better as well. And Certainly. yeah, and I love how you talk about as you clear that you become more clear of the reason that you're here, which also feeds the whole, you know, love of self and. Yes. 100%. Yeah. 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 So just talk more about that. Yeah. So, um, so first off, I love to get across to everybody out there. Um, Self-care is not selfishness. You like you, if you can't, you can't truly help another person either at seriously fundamental levels, unless you are willing to do that for yourself as well. 
And, um, and so once you get in tune with who you are and, and yes, this is not like a, I was going to snap my fingers, but I'm probably not going to sound best on the microphone, but when, when things change, when you have, have these awakenings, it's, these are always just steps. There's, there's no, there's no end to the, uh, the, on the path of enlightenment or whatever you want to call it. Like there's no, like anyone who says they've, they've gone to the end of that road, that's that's time to uh, start, to start questioning further, um, but um, it's all it's always a process because you can always keep um, as you know as some like Buddhist or Taoist say you always keep polishing that mirror because um, once you can once you can uh, uh, know and trust yourself and not judge yourself um, you may not have all the answers at that point, but you can start trusting the path that you're on is going to lead you to where you need to go. Uh, I always say, if you follow your heart, you'll never be, you'll never be led astray. And, you know, so many people, so like, and, you know, for, for certain good reasons, sometimes too, they're looking for the answers outside of themselves. They're looking for that guru. The guru you're looking for is within your own heart. That's where, and, and in esoteric acupuncture, we believe the heart is the gateway to higher consciousness. So again, we just keep coming back to the heart, keep coming back to love because it's the most expansive. It's the, it's the most free flowing. If you, that's why they say love is the most healing energy. If you are truly in your heart center and the true unconditional love is flowing freely, that means your energy is at its most expansive. It's most free flowing, like, um, uh, and whether you believe Jesus was a real person or not, that's how, that's how that kind of healing happens when he goes and it's, it's just that whole love, love energy is, um, is, is where it's happening. So if we can operate from that level, the changes will be, uh, like the doors that will start to open will, that were seemingly closed, um, are going to be amazing. And as well too, you, it starts to have that magnetic quality, right? Um, like they always say, like there's a famous saying, you smile at the world and the world smiles back. And it, it's true. I actually, uh, I actually did this experiment back when I was in acupuncture school. There was a, uh, a classmate of mine, um, Adam, who was just the, he was the greatest guy. He was like, uh, so easy to get along with, um, seemed to have friends everywhere. And then after hanging out with him for a few months, I realized, oh, this guy's, he's always just smiling and being nice to people. I'm like, I'm going to try that for a couple of weeks. So like if I ever went to a store, every or held the door open ever cross someone's path, I would just smile and nod at them or say hello. And you'd, you'd be amazed at how sunny life starts to get when you start, um, like, or like Gandhi says, be the change you want to see in the world, right? If you're, if you're upset that everyone's always miserable all the time, maybe you got to stop being miserable. <laughs> it might be that easy. Yeah. You really attract what you, yeah. you know, I had someone say, it's like your signal. So, yeah. yeah. And, you know, when, like you say, when we, when we change the world changes. So, can, mm -hmm. you know, the string theory is fascinating because it's wildly fascinating. Yeah. Cause <laughs> we have such an effect on so many things that we're unaware of. Can you, can you talk about that? Uh, certainly I'd love to talk about that. Yeah. Cause that's, these are the aspects that um, string theory and quantum physics starts to play in esoteric acupuncture. Very much like in quantum physics, they talk about the observer effect, like on certain, I think it was that uh, double slit experiment where they're shooting electrons through gold, gold foil. And if 
if the mm-hmm. experimenters were expecting to see um, waves, um, they would see waves. If they were expecting to see particles, they would see particles. So the experimenter, the, the life does not exist in a vacuum because it's it exists in consciousness, which is mind-boggling to even it, that that thinking about these things alone will expand your consciousness um, because it's mind-boggling to think. Um, to think of how much of an effect you have on, on yourself, but on your, on your outer world and how your thoughts create your reality. Um, Cause it's, it goes back to that, those programs of these small minded thing. You're like, Oh, me as my, as one person, as this, as this little person, what am I going to do to affect change in the world? Like I would need to be a president or a prime minister or like be on the world stage. No, your just your own consciousness is you know, floating around in the sea of consciousness that we're all part of, that we're all connected to. Um, So once we, and so once we do that, it also um, not only can help, you know, us start finding our own power, but it also with this, with this uh, power and this newfound um, awareness, it all, you also become aware of the consequences of so many of your actions and decisions um, so in many ways, if you are truly expanding consciousness, you are really going to want to start to, um, walk your talk, so to speak. You want to, you want to live, live by what your, uh, the philosophies you're, you're promoting. Um, because everything, everything has, everything has consequences. So as a practitioner of esoteric acupuncture, I'm aware that anything, that I'm consuming in my life, whether it's like foods, liquids, you know, media, and even just like, um, my emotional state, uh, at the time I'm treating someone that is first of all, being communicated to them, whether I say it or not through our energy fields as they're interacting, but as I'm needling with these patients, um, the energy is coming right through my hands into their, into their direct energy field and their, um, acupuncture pathways, um, through the needle. So there's, so, you know, like, um, our teacher would always say like, uh, so if you're eating a lot of sugar, is that coming through? Uh, is, is that energetic signature coming through to your patients? If you're, if you're drinking or doing drugs, is that coming through, uh, energetic signature coming through your patients? If you're very angry or in a fearful state, is that, how is that affecting, um, uh, your clientele? So, you start to you start to realize, um, like I said, we're not living in a vacuum, and uh, and no matter how small a part you think you're playing, you're definitely playing a part in um, in the world around you, and uh, and that's that's one of the reasons why I think some of um, like they call them the bodhisattvas in uh, in Buddhism, these uh, ascended beings who decide they're not going to go up to the next level of consciousness off, off this planet. They're going to stay here on planet earth to help, to help humanity in their, in their, in rising their consciousness. Because if you think about it, if we're all connected, if we're all one, the, the, um, the lowest rung on the ladder, the weakest link in the chain is still going to affect us. So it behooves us that everyone is operating at a, at a high level at, at their, at their, uh, at their highest potential, um, because then we all uh, we all will rise. Um, so if there's systems in place where it's like a pyramid and there's a small group on top, um, you know, benefiting from 
the masses, like, 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 as we commonly say right now, like the 1% is, uh, is, is doing great. Well, like, you know, the 99% are, uh, on various levels of, uh, uh, of, uh, subjugation to them. Um, these, these, uh, these don't, these systems don't truly suit humanity. If it's not, if it's not good for every human, it's not good for any human, I would argue. I might've went off track <laughs> No, 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 I love it though, because like you say, esoteric means hidden. And yes. a lot of this information has been hidden from us so that we don't realize our inner power. Yeah, yeah. So many, so many systems in our in our life, like whether um it's like institutionalized religions, governments, all these things, it's always being sold to us that we need a middleman, right? To uh to broker deals with uh with like the higher ups, with like uh, power, with whatever, right? We mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's we're incapable ourselves, which is a very limiting already a very limiting belief factor. Yeah, very limiting. And I love what you say about perception too, because our perception really does guide. You know, yes, the double slit experiment that's you know so important to realize is that our. What, what we perceive or what we uh, imagine to happen is what will happen. And that's the same with our health, right? Yeah. The, the self-fulfilling, uh, the self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Yeah. It's um, well, it's, it's interesting too. Like, uh, like it's, it's well-documented. There's cases of um, people who go for a checkup or whatever, and they're feeling fine. Life is great. And then also the doctor says, um, oh no, we found, we see you have like stage four cancer of whatever type. Um, we're going to give you like, we give you like X amount of time that, you know, you're probably, that's your probable lifespan. Mm-hmm. And then you see someone who is like flourishing in life within three weeks, just, you know, uh, take a total slide and then possibly, possibly pass on in such a short period of time, just because their, their whole belief about them changed, although nothing felt different uh, from that moment before getting the news to after getting the news, other than just this belief system comes down, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's so it's, powerful. It's, and to even be aware that that can happen is mm-hmm. is huge. Yeah. How, how damaging sometimes are misdiagnoses, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so as we become aligned and, you know, I, I, I think of it as, just more vibrationally aligned and more conscious. Yes. We, we become more connected to something greater or the unified field, which is a source of all information. And yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just, yeah. Talk more about that. So, yeah, very. So it's very interesting. Um, like if anyone has had any, you know, personal interaction with call them psychics, call them more tuned in people. uh, And some healers, even when they, when they're treating you just start to get information. Um, It's, it's very, it's very interesting what, where you're, you're lining up. Cause I think also some certain um, certain systems would call that unified field, the, you know, the Akashic records and stuff. Um, So yeah, like, it's interesting sometimes doing esoteric acupuncture during the treatment, sometimes uh, information just comes in, right? Like there's just sometimes mm-hmm. things I'll, I'll say to the patient that I'm not thinking, but have, have come up and then, and like over, over time of practicing, 
you start, I've developed a, a sense of when I'm thinking something and when there's information just here that I'll just, I'll try to relay to the, and, and more often than not, it happens that it's like, um, I'm like, take this for what it's worth, but you know, uh, X, Y, Z. And then the client will be like, oh, wow, that's very meaningful. I'm like, I'm glad because <laughs> I don't know what it means, right? right? But, um, but it's, it's very, it's very interesting because life can, like in some ways, when you, when you step out on this path and the spiritual path, it sometimes can seem like it gets a little bit lonely because some of the, some of the um, people you might've been, uh, you know, hanging out with and stuff are no longer, you're no longer totally aligned with, not to say that they're like bad people or anything like that, but like you've, you're changing. But that being said, if you can truly tap into it, life becomes much easier because you start doubting your intuition and doubting your decisions um, like you possibly might used to, like you, you're, you're more trusting in the process now, trusting in, in, uh, in what's happening and what you're experiencing. You, you trust you're experiencing because um, like gaslighting is, is a real, is a real thing right now where people are made to think that, you know, what they know to be true is not true. Mm-hmm. But if you are truly in your center and and uh, grounded in that sense of like love and trust, um, it's so much more difficult to be manipulated by outside forces. Right, and that comes. That's so important right now to listen to our own intuition and inner voice and knowing. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, we're being. Uh, I would argue we like for a long time uh, we've been, (laughs) we've been like, you know, told a lot of things to that would guide our behaviors in in certain ways. Um, And now it just seems even more um, just more obvious than, than it ever has. Uh, But, uh, but yeah, but you can see how strong some of that programming is because sometimes, sometimes (laughs) without getting overly specific, uh, but most people probably know what we're talking about. it seems very obvious uh, of how things are being manipulated. And it also becomes even more exhaustive to try to make this narrative make sense, but people still want to do that mental gymnastics, right? Mm -hmm. Because like I said earlier, um, you know, as adaptable we are, often we fear change and like moving into a new direction, especially moving into a direction where, um, yes, we may have way more freedom and way more, um, way more awareness. Um, we have way more responsibility as well. And also some of that awareness is going to show us some things that might be a little more, uh, difficult to, uh, to swallow, um, which, uh, which again, goes back to the love and trust and forgiveness, uh, aspect. Cause we need to, we need to go forward. Like, you know, a lot of people say right now we need a revolution, I would agree, but we don't need a revolution in the sense of like, you know, torches and pitchforks and, you know, uh, like a a violent overthrow. Because if we want to get out of a cycle of violence, we can't get out of a cycle of violence with more violence, right? We need need a a radical radical paradigm shift. Um, But before we can get there, we need the conscious consciousness level and the perspective level of humanity to expand to just to see how important that is and to understand um, that by just by keep doing the same things and running the same programs is going to get us the exact same place. 
Yeah. It, it's such a time for change. And yeah. I just find the situation is like you say, a paradigm of, of what we have been programmed. Yeah. For, yeah. For and it, and it's, and it's pretty clear that that, that, uh, that system is broken in so many ways. Yeah. And so this going inside and trusting and it, when you stay in that love vibration, you will stay in health. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, yeah, because some people, some of my friends and people I speak to and some of my clients say, well, Chris, what are we, we going to do about this? I'm like, well, you're, you only need to do one thing. You stay in your center. You need to hold your light. And basically the best thing we can do is just be a good example uh, for everyone else. And, um, and uh, just ma- maintain that, maintain that center. Um, Cause that's where the, that's where the power is. That's where the truth is. And um, frankly, I have, I have a theory that we're there, you know, the powers that be are trying to pull us out of our center to, you know, get into a fight with them. But, uh, mm-hmm. but again, that's just uh, like, uh, it feels like that. For lack of a better word, we want to stick, we want to, stick to the high ground. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, something else I, I, and I don't know a lot about it is the Kabbalistic tree of life. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, of all the aspects of esoteric acupuncture, I will, on full disclosure, the Kabbalah is uh, so far the, um, the one that is the most, uh, has proving the most difficult for me to really, really sink into. Um, but basically in, in the esoteric acupuncture, we're using the tree of life because it, it really blends well with the Hindu chakra and Nadi system and the way it, cause also we use like, um, uh, like Pythagorean numbers and different, uh, different aspects of, of sacred numbers. And Kabbalah is very tied into, uh, sacred numbers. And there's like 22, uh, 22 branches in the tree of life or, um, or 22 aspects of the tree of life. Um, so these, these numbers and the, the way in which we needle patterns will tie in with that. But yes, it, it, again, it's, it's like, um, it's like creating that, uh, cause in, in the Kabbalah, they're talking about, they talk about, um, and even in the Bible, it's talking about Jacob's ladder. Um, but that's sort of like the DNA spiral upwards. It's all about raising the frequency getting to the, getting to the heart of things. But again, yeah. I can't, I can't speak as clear on the Kabbalah because that is, that is the one that is hardest at the moment to wrap my mind around, but yeah, uh, yeah it's a big study, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's not, and, and if you, and if you read, if you read some of the texts, it's, it's uh, I, that, that might be one you really need to ser- search out uh, a good teacher on because um, uh, yeah. Talk about esoteric. And <laughs> it's truly, yeah. it's truly esoteric. Yeah. I find yeah. it interesting how it's tied into our DNA. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's, it's so interesting when you get, when you start studying nature at its, at its, you know, uh, most um, fundamental aspects, how, how all these things, like whether it's Chinese medicine, sacred geometry, quantum physics, uh, all the ages of wisdom. If you start to look at it from the bigger picture, you're like, wow, all these different things are kind of saying, saying the same thing. They're kind of pointing in the same direction. And even when you read like some philosophers and mystics from hundreds of years ago, you're like, wow, like how are they so tuned in to where we are right now? You know, it's uh, 
because it's it's that over overarching um like the threads are all intertwined around what it is to be human and uh and you know it all comes back to like basically expansion of consciousness and and uh and it's all about love yeah and there yeah there I mean, the manipulation of our DNA in the past and the opportunity to change our DNA now into something mm. more expanded. I think we're on the the cusp of that happening. It, it's very interesting because, yeah, there's like, you know, the, the so-called like in the DNA strands right now, like just so-called junk DNA. They don't know exactly what it does. And some of it might not be doing anything. But then there are like uh, esoteric beliefs that are as we expand our consciousness, we're basically increasing our vibration. So our cells and our molecular bodies are vibrating at a higher rate. And at these points, when, when it reaches a certain vibration, that's, that's when these aspects of our DNA are going to um, come online for lack of a better term, like, like awaken or, um, and, uh, and yeah, and I, and I think the world is changing um, step by step of, of course, but I, I do believe it is changing, and um, and we're on a collision course with uh, with awakening. Whether whether we're ready for it or not, I think uh, I think it's happening. Um, no matter no matter how we feel about it, uh, if it's something we've been preparing for and working on, or something we just think is, you know, a conspiracy theory, uh, I think uh, I think it's happening, and we're seeing uh, we're seeing the early seeds of uh, of how. Because if you know people who are have been working on the spiritual um, pathway and have been um, actively actively trying to uh, to uh, raise their vibration, there's aspects of of the of the current time right now which are just amazing. People are realizing, oh, like there's so many more things that are available to me, and so many like like the world is really opening up to me. And then those who have been trying to staunchly stay in the old paradigm, you can see how um, difficult difficult things can be for them right now. You know how how much um, hardship and uh, like the issues with mental health right now are flying off the chart. Right? It's um, it's pretty mm-hmm. it's pretty um, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, and awakening is an interesting term but i think it's it's everything you're talking about becoming awake to these our own inner power and these yes hidden, yeah these hidden truths mm-hmm. yeah and, and i'll even say something to that too like always there seems to be this push for looking on the outside looking on the outside that's why i also think um like the push for artificial intelligence uh, for AI now is, is along those same lines of disempowering yes. humans, yeah. like the potential impossibilities uh, we have latent that are, we are yet to be even discovered um, probably would rival any, what any computer, no matter how advanced it is. And I think humans have much more, much more potential. Like, for example, like uh, I saw a documentary about some young um, chess master and this guy went to Harvard, played the top 10 players of the Harvard chess club at the same time. All 10 guys were on this long table, each with a, with a uh, chess board in front of them with the pieces. And he sat in front of them, but he was turned around backwards. So he wasn't facing them and he was wearing a blindfold. And in his own mind, he 
concurrently played all of them at the same time without even seeing the board and beat them all. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the mental, like the, the right and left brain coherence, uh, like the, the power of visualization, being able to visualize how many moves and keep those all straight. And then just the computational abilities of how to do those moves with the left brain. That is, that's some quantum level computing level stuff. And so if, if a human can do it, what can, what can all humans do if we actually like try to tap into that? Right. That's, that's, that's my, that's my yeah. argument. For, for the, you know. And that's tapping into that unified field and true genius. Yeah. Which you have to be conscious of and in heart space to access. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, in Chinese medicine, we totally argue that you need a strong heart to have a strong mind because your heart governs your mind and your spirit. So if that, if that uh, system is operating at its fullest, like look out and like in esoteric acupuncture, we say the heart is the gateway to higher consciousness or expanded consciousness. So, yeah. Right. So what is, so you use esoteric acupuncture. Mm-hmm. What are I'm, some I'm, of a, tra- I'm a trained, uh, you know, Chinese yeah. medicine practitioner as well, but uh, yeah. esoteric is where I'm definitely my passion is now and focus is now. So, sorry, go ahead. I, I cut yeah. you off there. And, and then are there any practices to work this muscle that you ask people or invite them to do that you could share? Like, like outside of uh, esoteric acupuncture? Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. certainly. So there's, there's so many, there's so many roads going to the same destination, but um, like, so what, like to so, come to you first would be ideal. And then, or, or, to or something like this, mm-hmm. but to continue, but yeah. Cause so basically you can like meditation is a great thing, but sometimes meditation seems like a, like an unattainable thing for some people, but any sort of activity or quiet time where you can, where you can quiet the mind because you want to be, you want to be um, in communication with your heart. But as we say in esoteric acupuncture, the heart speaks to you in a whisper. So you need a quiet mind. If your mind's racing over a thousand miles an hour and you're worried about this or considering that, uh, that's going to be, that's going to make it difficult to tune into your heart frequency. So anything you can do to quiet the mind, whether it's some sort of exercise or practice or being in nature, uh, that's why the self-care and the taking some time to, uh, disconnect and, and, um, and, uh, get in touch with yourself is, is key. Um, because yeah, like esoteric acupuncture is a great tool, but it's not the only tool and you 100% can open expand your consciousness to unfound levels without even using esoteric acupuncture for sure. I'll say that first, but the idea is, is you want to, you want to quiet that mind. And uh, so also things like just sim- things, things like simply like turning off the TV and getting off screen time for a while, because screen time is designed to keep you distracted, to keep you out of your center. Um, and even just the frequencies of, of the um, electromagnetic frequencies that are coming off these devices is, uh, is, uh, you know, deleterious to your energetic, uh, energetic fields as well. So things like this, just unplugging, getting in touch with nature is, is a fantastic way. Um, so some self-care, um, also the, we're very left-brained sort of directed society. Like as, and when I say that, I mean, we're much more into like, you know, 
show me the proof. I need to be able to measure it. I need to think of it linearly. Yes. If we can, if you can do any exercises to work the right brain, that artistic, you know, the paradoxical, the, you know, the, uh, the things that don't make sense in reality. Um, these, these are, uh, these are good as well. Um, cause that's also, that's also part of, of what we're doing with the, um, with the treatments when we're having the, the client visualize, uh, the energetic connections, because not only is that involving their, their mental level, uh, energetic field. So it's, so it's stepping the treatment beyond just the physical body, but it's also engaging that right brain, uh, as well t- t- for the, uh, expanded creativity and, um, and visualization aspect. Yeah. Um, also, uh, things you can do is, uh, clean up the diet. Um, lots more, uh, vegetables and greens is, uh, is good. Um, just because, uh, and uh, fresh, fresh vegetables and greens, uh, even better because, um, they, uh, they're a higher vibration. They're less, they're less dense. Um, these things can help and, uh, and just, um, operating in that sense of like, um, like l- unconditional love and non-judgmental to your fellow, to your fellow humans, uh, you know, being of service of some sort, that doesn't mean like you need to necessarily go work in a soup kitchen or just, you know, go, um, uh, go help the homeless and stuff. These things are fantastic though, of course, but just, um, doing things to help, even if it's, even if it's just, uh, in the smallest ways of like, you know, being kind to a stranger, being just being nice to, uh, to someone off the street, you know, just helping people in the smallest ways will start to build momentum, uh, throughout consciousness as a whole, but as well, with yourself as you start, because as you start to practice it, it's like working the muscle, right? Yeah. Was that helpful? So helpful. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've, I've commented before, but times when I've been at, you know, in deep grief or wondered or fear, I've just asked, you know, my higher self or the universe, how can I help? Which is putting you into that service. How can I be of help here? And who who am I? Right. And I felt huge, like these incredible waves of expansion after doing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And people don't need, uh, like, you don't need these grand gestures. Like just think of in your own life when even, even someone just was nice enough to hold the door when you had too many bags or just, you know, passed you a pen when you were looking for one like even how just sometimes these little things it's like oh my, my faith in humanity is, is being restored by these yeah. just the, this kindest littlest gestures right yeah like just yeah, a I smile know. right you know it's just that's just it yeah when i was in my early 20s somebody held the door open for me going into the post office and i was suffering someone had passed away and i was in a state of deep grief and i still remember that gesture yeah, exactly. You, we have no idea how, yeah. like, and, and the idea of judging others, it's like, we have no idea, truly no idea what these people are going through. Mm-hmm. We only know what we're going through. So, um, so yeah, so you have no idea what you might be doing for others and you have no idea, like you might, you might have not even done anything consciously and have changed the course of a person's life. And, and again, they may never know what your name was or may never even remember your face but uh, we're all interconnected, right? Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Chris. Is there any final words of wisdom? And then I want you to share how people can get hold of you. Uh, certainly. So I'm not sure if I have any 
real final words of wisdom, but I would like to just to get, get it across again. Like what you're looking for is inside you. That's, that's where the gaze needs to be turned for true, um, true change at a fundamental level. Like I said, the, the guru you're looking for is within you. That's, that's where like the potential is there, whether you believe it or not, that's where it is. Like even with treatment, when people ask me, oh, Chris, or thank you for helping me with X or A or B or C, whatever it might be. I'm like, you're totally welcome, but you did, you did all the work. Even with acupuncture, I'm putting needles on you for sure, but I'm using your energy, right? It's, it's, yeah. it's you, it's you who's changing. Um, so, so yeah, it's all, it's what you're looking for is within you. Um, but yes, uh, to get in touch with me, uh, easiest way is my website, which is just my name, chrisdeteco.com. That's C-H-R-I-S-D-I-T-E-C-C-O.com. All my contact information is there. Um, I actually, uh, a colleague of mine and I have uh, filmed a couple of, about a handful of videos uh, for some short videos about esoteric acupuncture that will be posted on YouTube, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. I'm just, the videos have been edited, just going to be setting up the YouTube channel and, and um, going from there. But yeah, it, the easiest way is through my website. And, uh, and yeah, I think, uh, I think that's the, the best way. Yeah, that's exciting. Send me the links. to. The I certainly, videos. I certainly will. I certainly yeah, will. I'll, I'll Technology is not my it. best friend, but yeah, I'm working on it. <laughs> right? And I'll put your website links in the show notes as well. So people can find you easily. That would be fantastic. It's been a total pleasure talking to you, Jane. Uh, I feel like we are uh, kindred spirits. This is great. Yeah. Likewise. I love what you're doing and I love what you're sharing. It's so beautiful. I appreciate that. Thank you. And for everyone out there, don't forget, don't give away your power to anyone else. Be the creator of your own life. Spiral up, spiral out. <laughs>